When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to Blakey's Booth Room, the number one Cardiff City podcast. Brought to you by Wales Online. Hello and welcome to a special version of Blakey's Boot Room podcast, the Cardiff City podcast from Wales Online, but this week a podcast that is focusing on a huge game against Manchester City in the FA Cup. We'll also briefly be covering what happened at Sheffield Wednesday on Saturday. Nathan Blake here with Paul Abandonato. Happy to have you both here. Yeah, good to be here. Oh. There'll, be, uh, there'll be some talk, I'm sure. Of, Such an excited occasion. Of 1994 and all that jazz. Yeah, can we just can we just <laughs> clear something up, right? Cause it's taking you less than a minute to get Yeah, yeah, it? yeah. You were how old? Uh, six months old when this game happened. Six months old. Paul, can we change him, please? Still, still wet behind the ears. It's still wet. <laughs> Wasn't even walking. Tom. What can you say? Not even talking. Wow. Not even aware. Just make me feel Sorry, real, Nathan, I wasn't real, even aware real. of your goal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Funnily enough, my parents didn't have it on. <laughs> um, let's quickly move on then. And briefly, for part one, I just want to talk about Sheffield Wednesday and the league form and the league game. It was a nil-nil draw, Nathan. Yeah, was that yeah. very much your feeling towards it? Just yeah. It, it, listen, never got going. A point's a point. Uh, and that's a difficult place to go. And they were playing okay, to be fair. They, they, they picked up in their performance level. But, um, yeah, it was just... It was, it, was, it was nothing really of any sort of highlight. Do you know what I mean? It was, it was just a, a, a half-decent game. Turn out nil-nil. I don't think either side were really deserving of winning it. Um, it, was, it was a fair result for me. So, uh, but, again... Like I say, a point away from home, <coughs> it's uh, it's better than than, than zero points and mm. another loss. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So it just it just keeps those wheels turning forward, that momentum, getting that going again, and getting into your stride of of, of winning back-to-back games or not losing games. Then and two new signings making their debut as well: Marco Grich and Yannick Wildschut. Paul, did either of them catch the eye for you? Not really. Let's move on to Manchester City. <laughs> well, it was. Uh, there's not much to say about the game. It's as Nathan describes. It was nondescript. Mm, mm. Kenneth Zora had what I thought was a goal disallowed. I thought Sheffield Wednesday were much the better side in the second half and should have scored. Had four good opportunities to score. Yeah, it was it was it was a nondescript kind of performance. Mm. It was a point points away from home are very valuable in the championship. Not much more to say, is there? Well, I left the game watching the game on TV, thinking it was a huge missed opportunity, and that's why I wanted to talk about it because mm. I think that Cardiff in the first half were actually really good. Mm. 
some really direct running from the likes of Wiltshire and Hoylet. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zahor was getting into the game more than we've seen him do in recent weeks. For a while. Mm. For a while, and I agree, he's, he's well off his best form at the moment. Mm. Um, we might talk later about strikers and mm. transfers. I think and, a few of them are. Yeah, but I think it maybe was that lack of confidence that, that did them in the first half, and they could have been a, a goal or two up yeah, if they'd had a bit yeah, more confidence. They, that's it. it it's, it's all coulda, woulda. It's not like you, you're saying they performed at the high level and just missed chances. Do you know what I mean? It, it's kind of like... But it's to be expected off the back of the run they had. You can't. It's difficult to then go and start Kai Bosch and team three and four nil again. You know, it is, it is a it is a building process again. It's starting again, basically, going back and starting trying to get some momentum back into your play, some confidence building bit by bit. And for me, it was that kind of a performance. Yeah, they probably slightly better first half than they were second half. But for me, there was there was there was little or nothing really. I I wasn't sat watching it thinking. Um, oh, we should be three 0 up, or uh, we're going to score in a minute. It's coming; you can see it coming. It was just, you know, I probably said to my son, "It's probably going to be a nil nil." Probably thirty minutes in, it was it was a nil nil written all over it. And so, so it proved right. Falls, Falls can't sit still here because he wants to talk about Man City. Well, so I'm, I'm looking for, I'm looking forward to discussing how they can kibosh Man City three or four. Blakey's phrase, kibosh. I love it. I love your optimism as well, Paul. I love your optimism. Right, we're going to take a short break and then talk about the visit of Pep Guardiola's men. Subscribe to the Boot Room on iTunes or listen on WalesOnline.co.uk. Kiboshing Man City or hanging on against one of the best teams in English football in the last few years, Nathan? Which one will it be? Um, difficult to say, Dom. I'm not going to say I'm sitting on the fence. I'm just going to give you, you know, um, how I see it from, you know, being in that situation. You know, you're in a. Listen, this is a. This is a completely different animal to the one we faced in 94 however it still remains underdog you know against the the, the favourite you know Cardiff will be the underdog Cardiff are a far bigger club uh, more expensive players what have you what have you all the rest of it owner with more money everything bigger stadium everything than what they were in 94 Man as City, a, very Man City, ma- Man City very much the same. Probably to him even more. Than well, agree. Oh, ma- massive now. Do you know what I mean? But Cardiff to have a billionaire owner, massive. So both clubs have elevated a long way from where they were in '94. Yeah. However, the mentality and the fact you're playing football doesn't change. So it is about. I'm the underdog. I'm David. You're Goliath. You know. We all know what happened there. So. Can you repeat it? It can be done. But I always say, and I've said on the show many years ago before you joined us, Dom, you know, there was there's a difference in between between when players say, Yeah, I believe we can win the game than truly believing you win the game. So for instance, you might do an interview with four or five players and they'll all say the same thing. Yeah, you know, we're a great team, Man City, blah blah blah. Yeah, but I believe that, you know, on our day with them, blah blah blah. But they don't actually believe what they're saying. I yeah. mean, deep within your subconscious, you don't really believe it. You just go in there hoping <clears throat> something happens, and then we hold on at the end, or 
you know, someone else is going to make something happen rather than have the mentality to say, I'm the one who's going to make something happen today. And I think if players like Zahor, we've seen him score some worldly goals for the club, um, Lang, Hoylet, I think, I think you'll see something special. If it's a goal or something like that, I think you may see a special goal from one of them because your concentration levels and everything are so heightened. You know, you tend to do things out of the ordinary. You know, uh, you become like superhuman. So I'd expect something like that from Cardiff City because what you're going up against, in my opinion, is the best manager I've seen in my era, both playing and uh, being outside football. I think what, he, what he's done is almost reset the rule book of football mm. uh, people saying you can't do it like that and he's just Pep Guardiola turned around and said okay we'll see and then he's proved you wrong and uh, what he did in Germany to change the whole mentality of German football because when he first went there they were saying you can't play like this it's not Spain and blah 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 Stuck to his gun, stuck to his philosophy. And probably the same in, the, in this division. And three in this years later, country. you know, the international team is now saying we've got more options because of, you know, what Bayern Munich done, led by Pep. And the same, exactly the same here. I mean, there's a lot of people who were desperate for not to uh, succeed, but it looks like they're going to. And uh, listen, it's. But how, how do you approach a game like this? Obviously. With everything you've got. Tom. You give them, but is, you that, know, is that enough against a team so skillful? It can and be. So adept as, it can as be. They, they could have twenty-five chances and miss them. They could do, but they don't. And that's they happened. Don't tend to. No, they don't. But that's happened where they've been in games where they've created. If you remember last season and at times once or twice this season, they've had like untold possession, untold shots on target, plus off target, and you know, have maybe won one nil. Do you know what I mean? Or last season lost one nil. So you just got to believe that the stars are aligned for you on that particular day to be coming out, the vic- to be coming out uh, as the victor. I'm and Paul. Uh, um, you've got to believe it. You've got to believe. Um, I guess Neil Warnock will believe more than, more than anyone, but he'll also be pragmatic about it. And he mm. said on occasion, Paul, that he believes his centre-backs are as good as any centre-backs in the Premier League. Mm. But if that is to be proven true, they're going to need a big performance, aren't they, against City. There's a, a lot is going to be on. Sol Bamba and Co back there. Yeah, I, I mean it's. I mean, Warnock said that several times, but they're better than Liverpool's. They're better than Arsenal. But you said it better. so many times that it stops becoming a joke. It, we, we, we're starting to believe it almost. We, we know it's not the case, though. He, he openly admits they're not as good on the ball. Okay, um, they might not get a huge amount of the ball though. Yeah, it's a statement of the obvious there to say that all eleven Cardiff players. You know, it's a bit of a cliche, I suppose. All eleven Cardiff players have got to punch above their weight, use the concentration levels Blakey's on about, and Man City have got to be below their best. Mm. That happens in the FA Cup. Absolutely, it does. Mm-hmm. We could cite any manner of results from yesteryear, mm. even this season in the, mm. in the third round, where that does happen. So. Why shouldn't it happen at Cardiff City Stadium this weekend? The odds are obviously stacked against. It could be a comfortable 2-0 win Man City. It could be 3 or 4-0 Man City. But the reason the reason that you have hope that David can win is because it is the FA Cup. You do get this situation where, where, where it does become 11 Three against 11, to mm-hmm. use a, a manager's phrase. Mm-hmm. There will be a close-to-capacity crowd inside Cardiff City Stadium. The venue will be rocking. 
Yeah, Man City are used to that. They were at Anfield recently. They go to Old Trafford. They go to they go to Chelsea. You know, they're still scabbed by '94. They know but, what that But they do like. that all the time. Mm. Yeah, to come. You know, it's different because because just as Blakey said, this is a different game for Zahora and Lang and these players that he mentioned. These concentration levels he talks about. So it's different for the Cardiff fans as well because mm. they don't get this opportunity that Absolutely. often. Absolutely, and so everything's heightened. The fans. The, the players will feed off the passion that the fans create. Mm. That can influence the referee. Mm-hmm. That lifts the Cardiff players. I'm not saying it makes the Man City players dwindle. It certainly did Leeds United at Lillian Park mm-hmm. that time. Mm-hmm. Um, these things happen in the FA Cup, and mm. that's what makes it so magical. And that's why I remember sitting, sitting at home when the draw was made, I think, Car- and it came out Cardiff or Mansfield v Man City and I sort of jumped up in the living room and punched the airing lead that above any other tie was the one that I wanted mm. and it almost forced Neil Warnock to pick close to his best team in the replay at Mansfield which is the last thing he would have wanted yeah, to do yeah, yeah. because he couldn't couldn't, couldn't hang up the peer pressure to give yeah. up this opportunity yeah. because the Cardiff public demanded yeah. that Cardiff went through mm. and had this game. Mm. Now I know there's lots of Cardiff fans who regard this as a distraction. Mm. They think the league is what matters most. Of course it is, yeah. Mm. But that this is this is something they can do without because it takes your mind off the Sheffield Wednesday game, the one coming up against Leeds and Millwall and but how can you not have that distraction? Yeah. This, you know, why are the why are the thousands suddenly coming out of the woodwork to come to this game? They're mm. coming out because it's a glamour game mm-hmm. that has the people of South Wales want to see, mm-hmm. and talk, it has history. Yeah. Well, we talk about history, obviously uh, the Premier League game two thousand and thirteen. But Blakey, talk talk to us a little <laughs> bit about nineteen ninety four. Six months old I was, so I can't remember. So I'll need you to <laughs> fill me in. Um, <laughs> Uh, but are there any parallels to be drawn between the two occasions and the atmospheres, the, the, the different statuses of the teams? Um, I mean, yeah, yes, yes, and no. Like I've just mentioned, both clubs are in a better position than they were back in '94. Um, Man City were a huge club, but had been on a rocky. They were one of those up and down sort of like a Newcastle today, up and down. Um, they had some huge players. Some legendary players like uh, the late um, David Rowcastle, and we were we were very much we had come off the back of a, a, a campaign where we had uh, been promoted and playing in the league above, but we weren't. I don't, you know, it was the FA Cup, but I don't think we were seen as a a serious threat. There was a threat of a giant killing, but I don't think we were seen as a serious threat. Did but, you believe you could like you? Well, saying I believed we were. You know, don't get me wrong, player for player, we couldn't match them up. But in certain areas, player for player, we could match them and better them, in my humble opinion. I think we were as good, if not better, in certain areas of the park. And it's just whether or not on the day you can win your battle against your centre-half, your right-back, your left-winger, whatever, and you can play above where you normally play and, you know, better than he's going to play so in the paper you're going to get a 9 out of 10 and your opposite number is going to get maybe a 5 or a 6 but there's got to be a, a clear you know gap just playing to your own you your own to your strengths yeah. and what I would say going back to the uh, first question where Cardiff 
in my opinion, hold some sort of advantage. If people are saying, well, uh, Man City play a pressing game, high press. Cardiff play a back-to-front game. Now, if you remember last season, I think it was Man City played Barcelona. And Barcelona put the high press on Man City. And Pep Guardiola said, play over the press. Well, that's what Cardiff effectively do naturally. They would be able to play, their natural game is to play over the midfield into Zahor. Hence why I say Zahor is probably the key to Cardiff winning the game for me. Because once that ball goes over the top, Zahor has got to be thinking to himself, let's say it's Otamendi and Stones, I'm better than these two. And I'm going to show it. I'm going to prove to everybody, not over two minutes, not get a lucky goal or anything like that. I'm going to prove to these defenders, by the end of the game, they're going to know, on this particular game, today, I was a better player than you. And I think he is the key, because the ball's going to go up from back to front early, into Zahor. It's about him holding the ball up, bringing people into play, taking people on, running people himself down the line. And you'll probably see the best you've seen Zahor probably in the last month or so. It's interesting you say that because the approach of Cardiff will be very different to, say, the one that Bristol City took mm. over two legs in the Carabao Cup. And mm. far be it for me to give Bristol City credit on a Cardiff City podcast, but I thought they were excellent. Mm. Uh, but they went about it in a different way to what mm. Cardiff will. Yeah. I think they tried to push a bit higher up the pitch, mm-hmm. obviously got stung at the end of both games, mm-hmm. maybe as a result of being tired of the mm-hmm. team. What you're saying Cardiff will do is sit in there, sit in quite deep. Cardiff play shape. a system that Man City have had to adopt themselves. So when bypassing when, the press by over playing over the that's the way but you it's beat what, the it's press. It's a system that um, City are probably used to facing in the Premier League. People sitting deep and trying to play it a bit longer. Yeah, but no, there's there's difference between playing over the press and playing on a counter attack. So a counter attack is we set and three or four of us go. Once we get good possession, three or four of us break. Playing over the press. You don't think Cardiff will play on the on the counter? Yeah, but but I'm talking generally how you set up and how you play generally. Man City play a keep ball and a press. Win second balls and a press. Do you know what I mean? So they're looking to play through you. Cardiff play from deep up to the front. Why? Because that's the significance, like we've said before, of having that big, powerful centre forward who can hold up the ball on his own, sometimes against two defenders. Cardiff have that. Hence why they play from back to front quickly. And it's not a long ball, it's a long pass. Now if that's your natural game, and you do your natural game at its best and above, that surely shortens the gap between Cardiff City and Man City. Because it's one way that Man City would say, what don't you want to be played against you? And they would say, well when we're pressing, we want people to think they can play so we can nick it on the press. What we don't want is them to play over our press, have a big strap strap in centre forward who can hold the ball up, turn, run with it, do a one-on-one, sometimes 2v1, get corners, get throw-ins, get free kicks further down and keep pulling us back. That's what, that would be the last option they would want to face, in my opinion. So, I would be drilling that into my boys, into into the players, because it's genuine, it's honest, I'm not... It's not me just saying it for the the podcast or, you know, trying yeah, to yeah. make Cardiff something they're not. That's how Cardiff play. 
and that's how Man City play. So I would be drilling that into my players of, you know, be we prepared. We have seen Cardiff struggle more against the teams that, that don't come and press them. Don't, really. uh, absolutely, because they're not then able to play from back to front. Because, it's, you know, like Sheffield Wednesday, they had a deep midfielder, a deep striker. Do you know what I mean? So that space up into the striker that they normally play up into is it, it, shut off. It, you can't, you know, or if it is, first thing that Zoho has to worry about or the striker has to worry about is, you know, the midfielder. Bannon come and nick it off him and, do you know what I mean? Upsetting the rhythm of how they play. So for me, and I'm not blue-eyed about it, I generally think... Not sky blue-eyed. No, no, no. Cardiff play the exact... Um, the exact way that you would approach a Man City team. The, the way I would approach Man City team, I wouldn't go toe-to-toe. We've seen Premier League teams do that. And get yeah, 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 this no. I, would, I would go counter-attack and back the front. Yeah, so once it's up, I need once it's up to Zahor, I need legs, 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 legs wide, legs through centre, and then the ball goes wide and we play from there. What about Zahor then, Paul? Well, before we do that, that that's a beautiful tactical description Blakey's given, but ultimately, the previous point still stands that even within that tactical description of how the game will go. Mm. Man City need to have a bit of an off day, mm-hmm. but we almost assume Warnock will get his no, tactics right. Yeah, don't we? But, but Man City need you know it needs to be one of those games when Man City hit the bar. There's a couple of brilliant clearances off the line. There's a couple of badly miscued shots. David Silva has one of those days when he's put under pressure. The Cardiff fans are on his back, and then Zahora produces a moment of magic, or something like that. That still needs to happen within the um, confines of how the tactical battle will work out. Do you Man- agree that it's big for Zahora? Blakey's convinced me of that, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I and I think listening to Blakey talk like that, I can see why Zahora really would be up for this game. Listen, you know, as you both know, you know, nobody's nobody's a bigger fan of Zahora in recent times than myself, but he's disappointed me, mm. you know, in recent times. You know, I stuck up for him at the start of the season. I thought he was trying too hard. I thought he wasn't getting the rub of the green and I was just keep getting in those positions, Kenneth and the goals were coming, because that's what happens with a striker. Mm. But then he got then he got a couple against Leeds and I thought, right, it's lift off now mm-hmm. and, and it just hasn't happened yeah. for injury, whatever, lacking sharpness since his return. I thought for the first 20 minutes, half hour against Sheffield Wednesday, mm. he looked far more like the Zahora that I was used to. Mm. Maybe you're right, Blakey, this is the sort of game, the challenge against Stones and Otamendi or Mangala or company, whoever, even, it is. whoever plays yeah, there, yeah. and my guess is company will play. Mm. This is a sort of challenge that Zahora really will be up for to prove himself against mm. the best mm-hmm. and, and you're right I I can see him I agree with you he'll be Cardiff's kingpin mm. if they're to win this game he has to be he me. will be the kingpin he but, has um, to be can I make a case for Bamba being the kingpin because I really think that Go on. that defence is going to need strict discipline mm. and communication that if they're going to get out play the offside track when they need to mm. drop deep mm. mark the runners across you know mm. Sane mm. Sterling whoever mm. it may be making those diagonal runs Bamba's going to be all, all important in mm. marshalling that defence mm. you said Blakey quite rightly that Morrison and Manga both play better next to him mm-hmm. I think they both will play I think it'll probably be a back five mm. against uh, City and I think Bamba's going to be have to be his vocal best and also personally best because he wasn't at his best against Sheffield Wednesday actually mm, mm, Bamba mm. so I would say Bamba's more important than Zahor for this game mm, I would disagree with you um, Dom not because I'm a striker but because 
Played centre back too, though. Well, because I believe you're going to have to score in this game to win it. It's as simple as that. I don't think you're, you're not going to keep them nil. I don't think you're going to keep a clean sheet. I think better defenders than what we have, better midfielders than what we have, better teams than what we have, have come up against this team. And okay, of late they haven't been beating teams three, four, five nil. But if you look at okay, if you look at Liverpool, Man City the other day. And then you look at the subsequent results after it. Man City have gone and dug out another result. Liverpool looked like they were running in treacle against our neighbours. Right? So their, their ability to be able to continue, not picking up a point but winning at the times when you're, you know, you're supposed to be on your last legs. Their powers of recovery and to go again is testament to their coach, their manager, their coaching staff, the fitness, wherever it, they also are, just to their squad size. Absolutely, and I, I think that that is where they differ for me from everybody else. So I don't think that it's going to be. Listen, I agree with you in the point that the defenders, everybody is going to have to have their best game. Goalkeeper, if it's Edridge, back three, back five, midfield striker, everybody is going to have to have their best game, and it's okay saying. Bamba has to be aware and organised. But if a man is quicker than you, there's nothing you can actually do. If he times everything right, right? You just have to accept that. That's a great point. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. absolutely nothing you can do. However, what you can do is make sure that we have our key that's going to unlock the gate at the other end and get our... Now, if they score early... It'll be difficult for Cardiff. If Cardiff can get a goal around about the 60-65 mark, then it helps you psychologically. As you're getting tired, what it does is elevates you again, and you start you have something to defend, right? Do you think kind of like our neighbours across the water with Manchester United a few weeks ago? You, you elevate. You, you you see the light at the end of the tunnel. You know what yeah. I mean? So you start to you start to run towards it, obviously. So, but do you, do you think for me, the horse the key? Warnock will want to keep it. Nil nil, basically for as long as possible. Yeah, but he's going to know it's probably is that that's nigh on impossible. Also, you know, you have to give. That's what I'm saying. You have to give this team credit. You have to give this manager, in my opinion, humble opinion, he's the best manager I've seen. You know, because of what he's done in different, you know, parts of this country and abroad. So, you know, he doesn't take anything for granted. He's not sat at home watching a game on TV. He's at Mansfield watching Mansfield Cardiff because he's prepping for what's coming. He, that's why I love him. He takes nothing for granted, leaves no stone unturned, and he gets every drop out of his team. Now he's already said he knows Cardiff are going to play lots of long balls. He, that's what he said. He's, he's got night. it. He knows. He's not stupid. He, he's the best because he does his research, his due diligence on everything and everything. So, listen, it's, I just would approach it if I'm a player as this is a one-off game. And regardless of what you've done all week and what we've done all week, if it's John Stones or not the Mendy, if it's company and Mangala, whoever it is, I'm going to have to ruin you today. I am going to have to make your life hell. Not have a good game. I'm going to have to make you remember me. Leave you scared, basically. I think we're on about individual battles as well. That's that's, that's the key. One that I want to see is Junior Hoylet against Kyle Walker. Because I think Hoylet... Walker is probably, in my opinion, Paul disagrees with this, I know, but in my opinion, Walker's the best right-back in the world. 
in the world. In the world. Better than Carvajal. Better than Danny Holmes. He's, he's better than the Swansea manager yeah. at right back, yes. yeah. <laughs> That's a brilliant answer. That's a brilliant answer. <laughs> no, I, suppose, I, I suppose you could also argue that Carvajal is, in, is injured at the moment. So, listen, it's irrelevant anyway because I don't think I don't think Carl Walker will be playing. I think Danilo will play in this game. But but he's, whatever. He's Hoyler has got to be one that can exploit them defensively. Like Blake, he's talking about. You've got to get at their defence. Like, if there is a weakness then it's the defence mm. and I think Hoyler consistently been the best Cardiff player of the season going forward do you know even if there's not a weakness you've got to make a weakness so yeah great do you point. understand me great point yeah so Junior up against whoever yeah Mendes Lang up against whoever once I've got the ball and I swing and I face you what I do next you can't coach <laughs> do you know what I mean you can't coach for that scenario because you haven't prepared for what I'm going to bring to you now it's sort of so it becomes so individual or individualistic it is it's not it, it, that's why they say it's a one-off game it's kind of a roll of the dice it's what you bring to what they bring I don't think they're the kind of team who their manager doesn't allow them to take anything for granted so that's why I think that gap of where usually the bigger boys come, like when they came in the Premier League and lost 3-2, they were coming thinking, these are going to go down, we'll just play, nice and easy. This team, the likes of De Bruyne and them, they seem to be like on full steam all the time they play against anybody yeah. doesn't matter if it's Bristol wouldn't matter if it was Barnett and Paul matter. talks about changes just on it on but, it but on they it. keep playing De Bruyne yeah. keeps starting keeps playing full 90 minutes and against that's, everyone that's why I say attitude reflects leadership the attitude of that manager yeah he just pushes 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 I think this is where Guardiola you know the points Blakey makes about Guardiola are valid you know and, and the analogy is made rightly or wrongly with Marino at Man United I think if the managers were juxtaposed, I think Man United would be top of the table, not Man City. I've said that to my Man United um, friends and um, kids. I really do. Yeah. You know, because, you know... It's a philosophy. I'm not sure on I paper. agree. I'm not I sure agree. on paper Man City are as superior as people make them out to be. But what Guardiola has done, he has really improved Kevin De Bruyne this season. Mm-hmm. He has really improved Raheem Sterling, Sterling. this season. He, he's taken them to new levels. Mm-hmm. He's taken Carl Walker to a new level. Mm-hmm. You know, it's that's coaching for you, isn't mm-hmm. it? Mm-hmm. It's proper coaching. And, yeah. I, and I think if he had been in charge of Man United, he would have done that to your Pogba's, your Lukaku's, your Rashford's, that sort of thing. He would play with far um, more movement, far more freedom. Yeah. Um, it'll be very interesting to see the team they do pick because I'm not sure De Bruyne will play. Um, I think Aguero might have to play. I think they, De Bruyne will play. Do you? Yeah, I think he's played every game. Even after he come, had really an injury a few weeks ago. Yeah. And they were thinking he's going to be out for a while. And he recovered and he was back playing. And I'm thinking to myself, because I, I can see him take a risk. Talent, yeah, oh, he, he'll play. I yeah. tell you, I'm I can see, you not. I can see Gundogan coming in, Sterling will come in, Yaya Torre might come in. Mm. Um, company, I think, will play because mm. he didn't play. Um, the last couple mm. um, or certainly against Bristol City um, Sane will probably sit it out I think he'll sit out company as well because yeah. of the, the problems with his hamstrings and what have the injuries what he doesn't want is to play him up against pace more Cardiff have in Hoylet Zohor and Lang 
is the one thing you're going to have to be stretched mind mm. so any balls over the top any flip ons anything like that so what I don't want is Vincent being stretched all the time he's the other exceptionally way. quick company though he was exceptionally quick right he was yeah. Right? Yeah. But when it, it, mate, it comes with age yeah. You know, it happens to all players. As you start those scar tissues and those injuries over years and hamstrings and thighs and, you know, and age, father time, you're not as quick as you were 10 years ago, Paul. <laughs> as you saw for that picture. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think I've got quicker since 94. Oh, yeah, I think you have, maybe. <laughs> Just a touch. We talked about teams. What about the Cardiff team then? Let's, let's pick our Cardiff team to play Man City. Yeah. First of all, Blakey, I'm going to give you the... The shape you're going to be the manager. What, would, what shape would you go for? I would go with a three, three back centre backs, because it gives them the option to drop into a five, defensively, or go into a uh, an attack, um, three, four, sometimes five. So I would play with a three at the back. Um, so we're going, we're going th- five, a five or a three, two central midfielders and three, yeah, three up front. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so. Two Etheridge, wing backs. Etheridge in goal. I think, yeah, yeah, just Done about to keep his. Yeah, place, I think, think so. Etheridge in goal. The three centre backs speak for themselves. Yeah, obviously Morris and Manga. I and think the, the 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 biggest thing for me is whether you played um, Paltier or you played uh, Jazz, I guess. Jazz Richards, or even. Patterson. Patterson. That is the that's one of the key parts for me. Do you know what I think Neil Warnock will do? I don't think he'll go defensive. I, I don't think, think he might. I don't think what well, like I said, I don't think what you get from Jazz and Patterson going forward, you might get better defensively from Peltier, but I don't think there's that much better. However, I think from an attacking point of view, you get a lot more from the other two I think maybe Jazz Cal- is yeah. the compromise between the two he probably is so he's, a, he's a very good defender and he's Jazz very good going forward actually I would put Jazz on a par with Peltier uh, defensively. defensively so if so I had a choice Jazz and Bennett as the Jazz and Bennett for me and then does, does the new boy Gruwich play in central midfield Paul no uh, well I'm not sure this this is the right team personally anyway mm. but yeah, he plays. Go on, what would you, what would you do? Go on. Well, I'd go 3-4-3. Three, three. That would be... Yeah, I think so. And then I'd hoil it Mendes Lang with Zor. Yeah, yeah. I would play Gruwich around in terms of, In terms of that debate, I'd pick Jazz over Peltier every day of the week and seven times on a Sunday to use Blakey's phrase. <laughs> um, um, but if you're going to go for the best wing-back, well, Patterson is the is a really good wing-back. But, but you know, you, you need defensive-orientated players against Man City. I'm wondering, Blakey, if... You pack the three of them into the team, i.e. the three centre-backs, but you play Bamba slightly ahead in that defensive midfield role to try and cope with the De Bruyne threat. I would the, say the, the problem you've there, got The there. silver threat, that sort of I thing. I understand what you're saying, Paul. I'd say the problem you've got, once you once you vacate that hole... Yeah. Right, you've got I Morrison and Manga. I don't think there. Morrison and Manga are going to be able to cope with the pace, the movement of Aguero on his own. Yeah. You know, I just think what you what you're facing. Like I said earlier, this is a different beast. This yeah, is yeah. a different animal. Yeah. And I can you imagine Sane having to run from left to right across, say Paldier, and then across Manga or Morrison, and like, then Manga like or Morrison. Oh, it's Morrison. listen. You know, in a in a race, he could give those boys probably thirty meters over fifty and still beat them. So it's gonna be it it it's 
Manga's quite quick, man, Pikey. Yeah, it's quick and it's Sonic quick. Sonic doesn't touch the floor when he runs. He's like a cartoon character. He's just unbelievable. You know what I mean? I just think, like, three at the back with two in front for me is that that covers a Let's be honest, big those, area of the pitch. Those two aren't doing that much attacking. I, and my, my thing would be then Bennett or Jazz yeah. joining with Hoylet, Mendes Lang, and Zahor. That's where I mean. But I would be saying to my two central midfielders, I don't really ever want you ahead of the ball. Yeah. Not until like maybe seventy-five minutes yeah. on the clock, yeah. and the game's open. Oh, there's an obvious counter attack, and you can get in. But that's probably when Cardiff would be at their most vulnerable. When you think there's a great chance of a counter attack here, if you don't score or put the ball dead, then so in other words you miss the target or you get a corner or it's a goal kick. If you don't do either of them, that is when you're probably at your most vulnerable uh, from Man City because as they break, they, they've just been taught to break from the 18-yard box to your 18-yard box within two or three seconds. Yeah, and they do, don't they? Particularly with someone like Bravo in goal because he's like an extra playmaker back, at the back, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. So I think it'll be Edison, Paul. Edison's good on the ball as well so you know yeah. they've they got the knack of I saw a fascinating thing on Sky the other day where they have the ball you mentioned about Cardiff being the vulnerable, most vulnerable in the attack but if the ball ends up going through the Man City goalie be it Edison or Bravo mm. he can ping a 50 yard ball straight mm. to the feet of Sterling or Edison whoever is the player. and Man the City and Man City are um, suddenly in the ascendancy with lesser numbers yeah I I think that probably will be the team the one that you've just discussed Mm. Um, I think against somebody else Patterson would play right wing back ahead of Jazz but not against Man City I think that probably will be the side um, with Hoyler and Lang dropping deep to help out as well Mm. um, which they tend to do anyway Mm. how big a game is it for my man Joe Rawls who I don't. I think it's, it's 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 you know. I think it's about containment in midfield. I don't think you're gonna get. You 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 can, but I don't think you're gonna get where you play better than the De Bruyne's and the Silvers. I mean, I, I mean, you can in play terms on, of containing I think them, you, really. I can think you can play on a par with them. Yeah, I think Joe at his highest, highest best. You know, and it's not about them coming down on the opposite side. About his highest, highest, best. This one game, you're gonna have to at least match those two in midfield. You and whoever else. So you two against those two or three, depending on how they play, it's gonna be very, very difficult. But they're gonna have to have their best games. Wish Gunnison was there. Um, Absolutely, to, to, this is the game you yeah, do you know, need. You know, you know, the, 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 we just discuss the Cardiff team but somebody did mention to me earlier this week given Cardiff have a bigger picture what team will Warnock pick he asked me you know well there would be no I, point in going to Mansfield yeah, and winning and if you're going to throw and that was, that, was, that was my answer to yeah. this person I said listen what was the point of playing your stro- close to your strongest team at Mansfield if you're not going to play it here maybe the De Bruyne's the Silvers the Agueras this world would welcome a rest in this game mm. given that they've got the Champions League coming up they've mm. got are you suggesting Cardiff games. might also rest players no what I'm saying is the opposite that Cardiff 
if you were Zahora or Hoyler or Lang or Rolls or any of them, even though however many games you played this season, you want to you play want to play game. in this game. Yeah, that's this is the that, difference. This is what you remember. And so Warnock will definitely pick his best eleven for this game. Mm. Championship commitments, notwithstanding, whatever. Um, Man City do have genuine options of significant changes. And I think they will make a number of changes personally, but it's it's There's will the kingpins still yeah. be playing? The De Bruyne's, the Agueros, yeah. will these players Silver? Will these players still be playing? Well, I think De Bruyne and Silver will. I just think okay. they're they're like Pep's, Pep's. first, yeah, first Pep's two Pep's. names on, on the sheet. I really do. I think those two are you know where your creativity is just like through the roof. It's as simple as that. And if you want to score goals, which Pep does, and that's how he loves, that's what he's based on, then my attacking, most attacking talent, if they're not coming to me and saying, no, I really do the rest, which, as you can see from De Bruyne and Silva, neither of them look, and Silva had a, a, a problem, family problem, a short while ago, so didn't play a couple of games. Listen, I think, I don't think Pep would take the chance of not playing. I think there's players you can pick uh, an attacking formation you could say Sane you could say um, Aguero you could say Jesus if he's back you could say Sterling you could you, you, you can you can kind of mix about with that front uh, front line yeah. but I think he seems to have he's tried to get company in a couple of times and then he's broken down I think he'll go with I think he'll go with his strongest 11 I really do very, very interesting to I see. I think you will. I hope so. Right, enough pep talk. On to a bit of Ask Blakey and part must three. Have that one, mate. I was, I was waiting for so long. <laughs> <laughs> Short break and then part three. Got a question for Blakey? Tweet us at Cardiff City Live. Rez Davis asks, we've already discussed this slightly, but. Rez or Reese? Rez, R E Z. Yeah, he says, um, what tactics will Warnock have for the Man City game? Will there be any specific No, I don't, think you're gonna f- I don't think you're going to be able to play games with these boys. Right? I think you're coming up against the tactical master. Like I've said, I think, you know, I remember Man United Barcelona and Fergie just, you know, applauding Pep and the team because of he was like changing the guard. He's the man. Do you know what I mean? That was what he was saying for me. So I don't think tactically you're going to get around this this team, this manager. You can't you know. see a man marking job or something uh, you, like that. You you might, but from a from an offensive point of view, I can't see you throwing anything that's going to be of a surprise uh, to this man and this team. Plus, you've got to realise, chances are they're going to have possession no matter what you play. They're going to have sixty, maybe seventy percent possession of the ball, regardless of what you do. That's just a fact. So, you know, I would say, rather than try and chuck a surprise, I would say, chuck your normal, but put it as strong and as at the best you've got. So each player, it's more about psychological than me coming up with any tactical tricks. It's about you and you delivering your best performance against what is considered the best team in this country at the moment. Yeah, that's all I need to say is, go on. Can you beat them? We'll find out. Well, um, Darren Brown wants to hark back to 1994. He says, question for you, Blakey. What did it feel like scoring that goal against Man City all those years ago when we were underdogs 
back then. I know you've spoken to uh, our colleague Chris about this, but mm. can you briefly describe the that moment, famous moment of scoring against Man City? It was um, it was it was it was beyond special. I would say it was uh, the biggest thing for me. Like I said, was after the goal went in, I didn't realise how good a goal it really was because you know everything happens in such a a short space of time. But it was it was uh if you look I I look um I look to the uh Canton end I think. I look at the Canton end and then yeah, Canton end and then turn to the Bob Bank and just seeing the sea of people you know, that's what they, you can't replicate the feeling of a goal. You know what I mean? And some people have said to me, like my friends have said to me, oh, why didn't you go mad? Why didn't you go bananas? You can never tell what your reaction is going to be. But my reaction was more of, there you go, I told you so. Yeah, not I've been in the press saying, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. I've been saying to myself, you're going to do this and you're going to do that. And it was almost like, uh, yes, justified. I knew, yeah. I knew before this game even kicked off we were going to do something special and you were going to be at the height of your powers to, to, have, to, to have to pull off a win. And, and you said it was some time afterwards that you actually saw the goal in full and, and everything that led up to it and followed it because of lack yeah. of TV replays in the Yeah, day. yeah, you know, I, I, I don't think anyone has videoed it. Um, my mum was probably at work. Uh, there was no social media or nothing like that. So any time you would get to see it was on the news, uh, and that would maybe only be on the following day, on the Sunday. And you might have missed that. And I, I probably would have missed that because my birthday was a couple of days before, <laughs> and obviously getting the win. You know, I had gone out celebrating, and you know, I was I was there covering the game for Wales on Sunday as a very young reporter, um, and I've got to be honest with you. I don't remember Mark Grew's penalty save mm. from the game, which I've been reminded about by Cardiff fans this week. Mm. And I thought Blakey's goal was different to what it was as well. Mm. I've, I've had it YouTube. I've seen it on YouTube this week. Mm. I thought you ran from halfway and scored. <laughs> I really that was did. a chance I missed. Uh, maybe I come that's from what, right to maybe left. Maybe that's what's and registering. Yeah, yeah. I remember you going on a run from halfway, yeah, yeah, and yeah. I thought that you scored a wonder goal no, with that. That was a chance. Instead, it was cutting in from the left and bending a wonder goal, yeah, wasn't yeah. it? You know? Yeah, yeah. So it shows from the right. Can play 20, 20 odd years. Coming from the right, not the left. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, no, the, the, the run and, and the shot, I dragged the shot wide and I, I can remember that. Because I can remember my um, my reaction the, the, the time I did see it was probably a good 10 years later, the, the other opportunity, and thought... Last week or so, you've not stopped seeing it, I guess. I, well, people desperate to show it I to don't, you. I don't tend to watch it like myself. <laughs> I know it. I've, I've got seen, it on repeating, yeah. No, I've seen it. You know, my, my, my kids are... Um, share it sometimes when it's out there they'll send it to me and say oh this is on whatever you know social media but well, a couple more here um, talking about the crowd and the atmosphere Nick Thatcher has a brilliant stat he says on Facebook the crowd on Sunday will be the biggest for a Cardiff City home match since we played Everton in February 1977 wow he wow. says uh, he's got a question following for that saying some of our players won't have experienced this kind of atmosphere before Etheridge, Patterson, Rowles, Kenzahor. He's asking, how do you think they will react to such a, a crowd and such an atmosphere? 
I think that, that's that as if it's a full house, by the way. I'll tell you now, it, it's... it. Dep- I suppose it, it depends what kind of character you are. Because I always see myself as kind of one of the fans. Not kind of, I was not a fan, but I'm Local from man. that. Yeah, Ringland Council Estate, Ely Council Estate. You know what I mean? It, I, you know... I, it, roles could have been reversed I could have been starting a Bob Bank shouting do you know what I mean and celebrating so I always seen it like that for me so um, I just I don't know I just I, I, I just love I, I love that close connection between the two now I don't think certain players well I know when I was playing certain players didn't have that affiliation but I think that atmosphere on Sunday can almost carry you into a into a different place mentally. Do you understand what I mean? Absolutely, it's yeah, absolutely. It's difficult to explain. You get into the Some zone people, Yeah, that's exactly the word I'm looking for. You go into a zone, yeah? Like, I can tell you, I never heard much. Once a goal went in, I never heard anything for probably about 10 seconds. Everything goes into slow motion. The goal was in slow motion. There's a period. So, you know, the, the, the players like Zahor and what have you, they will naturally, I think, be heightened because every tackle, every challenge, every run, everything, the fans won't be shouting. They'll be, wah. They'll be, it, it, it's overwhelming. It's overpowering. So it's inspiring. When I say 12th man, it literally takes over your, your emotion. And you become like a different animal. That's what I'm hoping happens to all of them because I don't think you're ever, 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 ever going to be able to recreate 20,000 at Ninian and 35,000 at the City Stadium. 20,000 at Ninian was a different beast, kind of like Man City, a different beast to 35,000 in that stadium because you had the, the hooligan element when I was still playing. So you had that threat that, that, that hostility that hostility that created anxiety in players now they don't really still be a, still be a bit it'll, be a, it'll be hostile but you know and the way that I know way fans have been split up around Cardiff City Stadium they're not in the same places and they're not together how they used to be which also added to how hostile they were and what have you so there's lots of different factors but I think and I hope that every player, especially the attacking players, are carried by the emotion of the fans because it you know when you get that feeling you like your butt cheeks clench and you get that tingle down the back of your neck when you get that good feeling, the hair stand on end. As you're walking out, when that atmosphere hits you, because atmosphere can hit you like a brick, it just what's already you know boiling, stirring like a volcano. As you go out, you know, the eruption starts and then you are part of that eruption. It's just, it's just wonderful. Who asked that question, Dom? Uh, Nick Thatcher. Nick, if I can just add two, my two pennies worth to that. I, I can't help but feel that the players will be, like Blakey will be, every one of them will be really lifted by it. And I think the other thing is you could argue, well, there'll be a bit of a fear factor because it's Man City, but I think that Warnock's a master man management, as Blakey continually says, and I think that they can regard this as a shot to nothing game. And again, I, I, know, I know that's a cliche, 
everybody or people expect Man City to win this game. Um, I don't think any Cardiff player can be a villain from this game. I think they can only be heroes. So I think that all of that ties in. I think they can only be lifted by a 35,000 capacity crowd. Mm. Brilliant. Finishing part three with a David Bowie quote. Great, Paul. We can be heroes. Time for some predictions then in the final part of our show. You're listening to Blakey's Boot Room from Wales Online. Right, very quickly then, chaps. We're going to have to come to the thorny issue of trying to predict what's going to happen. It could be any any scoreline almost, I think, from a big Man City win to a Cardiff win to a draw. Um, Paul, I'm going to come to you first. Um, I can't call it. I'm with you. But this one shouldn't be hard because it's yeah. Man City yeah. all the way. But this is the, the Premier League cup. leaders. This yeah. is the potential European champions to mm-hmm. be. Um, my head says 2-0 to Man City, mm. but a comfortable 2-0. Mm. But part of me is seeing a 1-0 Cardiff win here, and you may laugh about that, but I... Part of me cool, is seeing like is seeing something absolutely outlandish. Man City do not have a good record in Cardiff. You could Three argue that's Premier got League. absolutely nothing to do with anything. But, uh, but it does play a part. I don't know. History just, always plays a part. I just history can play a part both ways. History can play a part from Man City's point of view to say we're going to dispel this myth, this thing that when Man City come to town. We're gonna, the fans, the Man City fans, will be edgy, no doubt. Trust me, they will be edgy because they'll remember what happened in the Premier League Listen, all in '94. So you're going to be thinking to yourself, but it, it's never like that for a fan. It's never like that for a player. No. And things that have happened in the history, they will play a part in someone's mind somewhere. Look, it might be the goalkeeper. It might be. I come you know, back. To, I come back to what I said. Log- all logic, all smart money is on a 2-0 Man City win. Mm. Um, not a 4-0, mm-hmm. not a 5-0, a 2-0, but a comfortable 2-0. Mm. But this is the FA Cup and... You, you can I, have two predictions if you want. I'll let you have two predictions. Oh, thank you. I'm like just, the heart in the head, the heart in the head. No, okay. it's, it's not just the heart though, because I can see genuine logic behind the capacity card of crowds. I want no win. Neil Warnock won't have seen an atmosphere like this here. Mm-mm. He won't. I know he saw it to a degree with Leeds, but you magnify that again. Mm. You know, every misplaced Man City pass gets cheered. Mm. Every thumping Jazz Richards, Richards tackle, tackle gets cheered. Every shot that De Bruyne has that goes wide gets you know all these things play mm-hmm. they lift the Cardiff play players the now of well, course yeah. then then a moment of magic from Sane or somebody bang 1-0 it all deflates like a big bubble bursting no but what you'll but, find but, and that's where the 2-0 comes this in is what, what I can also see a 1-0 what you'll find <laughs> what you'll find in the game right and if this happens I guarantee this will come behind it if City score first yeah. as in Man City yeah Cardiff City fans will roar. Yeah. It'll be a roar of encouragement. Yeah, imagine though they won't, won't go quiet. If they go two or three, yeah. then that's different. Yeah. Right? But they will even if they're two nil down, yeah. even three nil down, I yeah. think the Cardiff City fans will stick with their team. Yeah. Because they will know they've been out there long enough, many, many years, to see listen, when you least expect it, 
you grab a goal and momentum swings completely. You've seen it with you know, Man United, like I said, over at Bristol. You've seen it with Bristol City against Man City. A goal changes everything at the right time. Yeah, right. So yeah, I would know. I would say you ne- you can be you can bet you can rest assured if you're a player, the fans are never gonna go against you here. Yeah, the other thing I would say, Blake, is despite the massive love in, they they are the most easy on the eye team to watch now outside of Barcelona, Man City are. Mm-hmm. But are they really that superior, as the record suggests, man for man? Yes. Or is it down to the manager? Well, I don't think they are, Dom. I mean, they got absolutely battered by Liverpool. Battered. No, but they still they nearly, they they still nearly they won the game. They should have won that game. They still well, they nearly. got battered. They, they, lost, they, they should have won four that goals, game. Blake. Yeah. And, and Liverpool, like I said, Liverpool emptied their tank. Well, that's Man City I'm... have come back and won. Liverpool will go to our friends down the road and lose. They they emptied their tank. Liverpool probably won't recover for three or four games. Yeah, but they've still maybe won five the game, games, haven't they? They've still won the game. Oh, Liverpool! Yeah. Have. yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not I'm not, not know, saying that. What I'm saying to you, yeah. But what I'm saying is, what it took to match them, you could say, stride for stride. Now, after the fight, Man City go on and win the next fight and the next fight and the next fight. After Liverpool fight, they lose. So it takes them powers of recovery to come back again. So. I would say... Go on, Blakey. Heart and history head. repeats itself. Okay. 1-0. Is that yeah? head or heart? 1-0. Both. Ooh, it's a big shout. Like, you're both saying... 1-0 Cardiff. You're both saying there's a possibility of 1-0 Cardiff. I'm saying that there's no way that Man City won't score. Mm. So I, I, my head is 3-1 City. Yeah. Because I think Cardiff will score as well. Yeah. Um, My heart says a replay. Take them back there. Down their place, one-one. That's the last thing either team needs. I, I think yeah, no one wants to replay. That's the last. It'll thing be listen. Needs. This game will be settled on the day. Both teams want it. They both understand. It's ninety minutes. We played to the death, and that's it. We don't want a replays. Cardiff don't need a replay because after this, you know, this spike in fans anticipation and everything. There's and loads wonder, of games and, piling up. It, you know, Cardiff need to get back to the league. Man City need to get back to the four trophies they can possibly win. So it it is literally, you know, if if Man City do Cardiff City five 0 fans won't be bothered. Cardiff fans, yeah, well, it's to be expected, isn't it? It's justified. You can justify that. They're the greatest team in Europe at the moment. It's easy. Of course, you know, Cardiff you're not supposed to be beating Man City. Well, we'll see. So, what I'm saying is, you're Cardiff, you're a Cardiff City fan, manager, coach, player, whatever. Literally, you've got not a thing to lose. But you are going to have to empty that tank to get anything out of that game. But the the danger there is, if you're saying Liverpool empty their tank, that is right? the danger. If Cardiff empty their tank, they've then got Leeds and Millwall away. That coming is up. the well. The bigger prize is slipping away. Well, it it it's. Unfortunately, Paul, what you've got to be able to do as a player is you've got to be able to empty that tank, recover, and go again. That then comes down to a mindset. And a management, I think. Um, Warnock's ability well, to, how you manage, how to, you get, to eat, go again. What you do in recovery, what you eat, what you drink, and everything, that then comes down to... But know that no matter what, you're not going to go into Leeds and Millwall had you been playing Mansfield 
and then leaves Millwall. You're not going to go in the same. Your body isn't going to feel the same. You are going to have to empty your tank, and you will empty your tank because that's what we do as sportsmen. That's you. 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 You're born winners. You wanna. Well, you wanna pit yourself against the best and win it. Better to empty that tank in victory than defeat. Then isn't it? A hundred percent. But no shame if you lose two one, three one. No shame. And what you got to realise as well is performance. If performance is good, it's difficult for the manager, Neil Warnock, it'd be difficult for him and his coaching staff, but if the performance level is so high, there's things you can say and do over the next couple of days which makes that player stay on that level of performance, that concentration, up. Listen, if I can do it against the best team, mate, is do I go out and play Leeds and think, oh, it's Leeds United, or do I go out and say, so what I've done against Man City, I'm gonna show, I'm gonna show Leeds United, I do. So that's a difficult trick psychologically for a manager to do, but it's, that's what I say, the mind is so important in sport. It's gonna be a battle of the minds and a battle of those tanks, who's gonna empty out first. <laughs> Hope to see a huge crowd down at Cardiff City Stadium um, this weekend. Should be a really good game. Of course, follow all the build-up and action and reaction on Wales Online. Of course, subscribe to the podcast on iTunes as well. But from the three of us, it's the same time next week. And hope hope for a very positive podcast next week. Thanks for listening. <laughs> That was Nathan Blake, everybody. (laughs) Who else? (laughs) Thanks for listening.